Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Our experts at the University of Miami Sports Medicine Institute, part of UHealth University of Miami Health System, use innovative treatments customized for your recovery goals so you can get back to training. Go with the pros go for the world-class treatment that will empower you to recover your game. Schedule an appointment today at uhealthsports.com. You're listening to WQAM Miami. WPOWHD2 Miami. WKIS HD2 Boca Raton. The home of the defending Eastern Conference champion Miami Heat. The defending Eastern Conference champion Florida Panthers. The Miami Hurricanes. And League's Cup champion Inter-Miami CF. An Odyssey station. Powered by Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. I'm so thankful for everyone tuning in during this holiday season. Tobin and Leroy Show. I'm Dono. He's Vlad filling in for Tobin and Leroy today. We got you guys covered until 2 p.m. this afternoon. We'll be on to get I, I know I will. Vlad, are you on with me again tomorrow? Yes, I am. I am on awesome. with you tomorrow. And uh, I think I'm, I'm working Thursday morning for the Joe Rose show before the pregame of Miami Hurricanes versus Ruck, the Rutgers Scarlet Knight. Oh yeah, I was I was asked uh, about my availability to do that show with you Thursday morning, but I cannot make it then. So I will be doing a post game for Miami versus Rutgers Pinstripe Bowl, but I, I will not be doing the double duty, Vlad. So I think you and Omar and whoever else we can cook up will be on Thursday morning. Yeah, tune in. It'll be fun. We'll be previewing Excellent. the we'll be previewing the game. So it's like an extra pregame show before the pregame show. It'll be like 12 hours of just Canes and Rutgers talk. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Leading man. up to the kickoff where you hear the great voice of Joe Zagaki and Don Bailey Jr. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, kind of upset I couldn't make it up there. Because, like, um, you know, I, I do – once in a blue moon, I like to try and get out to a bowl game. But, you know, since I've, I've got a kid, like, ditching my family right in the middle of – right between Christmas and New Year's would not have been popular in my house with my kid being off of school and everything. So I give it a buck. If it was, it's, it's the pinstripe bowl. If this was, uh, you know – the Rose Bowl or the uh, the Sugar Bowl, you would have been. Yeah. Well, yeah. The thing is, though, Miami over the years they've gone to so many awful places for bowl games. Like I have no interest in going to Shreveport or El Paso. Oh, bro, I've been to Shreveport. So, oh God, no interest. I have no interest in going to Shreveport. So it's like you know, <laughs> you, you you get to go to New York City, Yankee Stadium around the holidays. It would have been nice if I could have made it. Listen, up Listen, I'm sorry, folks. Yes, I don't know what you call it. I'm gonna be a a a a. I don't even know what's the word. A city hater, but yeah, you rather go to a big city, big. You rather go to of New course. York City or Miami than going to Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, like I've seen, like some people it's on the, the text move. line are like, "Oh, New York is terrible now." The city, like, it's still, it's folks, it's still a better place to be than Shreveport or El Paso. 
Purple Sorry, my cousin. You know, I know that's Dan. <laughs> I know that's Dan Day country. You know, he's from New Orleans. You know, he's from Louisiana. But even Dan knows. But even Dan, like knows New Shreveport. Orleans, yeah, Shreveport. No, say oh no to Shreveport. God. All you got, all you got's the casino. Yeah, the, oh, you know I think what, it's actually? the Harris. I think it's the Harris Casino. That's all you got there. Remember, yeah. remember the Canes played their first game of the season. I think uh, they started a year in Shreveport. I, I, I believe it was Louisiana Brock, Tech. Yeah. Is it Louisiana Tech? Yeah, I yeah, think so. I think, I think so. they uh, Brock Berlin's Bur- first Brock game. Berlin's first game. Yeah. yeah, and I was out there. Oh, Shreveport. Brock Berlin, who I think is from yes. Shreveport, so that was a homecoming for him. I hope he enjoyed it because I don't uh, think he, the, he the, rest the, of us, the rest of us didn't. <laughs> at least they have a casino. You know what? As soon as you told me they have a casino in Shreveport, all of a sudden, New York, Shreveport, no difference to me. If you give me a casino, I can be happy That's anywhere. That's all they have. <laughs> I can be happy there, though. Do, do they have uh, Do they have casinos in New York? You have to go outside like to the to the reservations and stuff. Uh, no, they have casinos in New York. You don't have to go to reservations, but most really? people go to Jersey. Uh people go to jersey it's quicker just go to atlantic city and get back atlantic city i've never been there i've not heard very good things no it's not that great yeah you're not missing much okay yeah but yeah but i hope the canes don't go to atlantic city or any of those other places i wonder where where do they They seem to be living it up in in manhattan like i i think uh it's either today or tomorrow they're uh, they're ringing the uh, the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's really cool. Like to be able to do that. Um, I'm not even sure. Like I, I know, obviously, the markets weren't open yesterday. I'm I'm assuming they're open today. It's either today or tomorrow. They rung the opening bell, uh, and you know they're going around seeing all the sites. They'll probably be up in the Statue of Liberty on top of the Empire State Building. They're doing all that. Tip. They're eating uh, glizzies out there, Vlad. They're doing all that typical <laughs> hey, New York you. stuff. They are probably eating glizzies. They're eating glizzies. <laughs> they're getting bodega sandwiches. You know. Oh yeah. The chopped cheese. Yeah, they getting all of that. Yeah, they gotta get. They gotta do that. Gotta get all a right, pizza. Oh yeah, for sure. Let's get to some headlines brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We they know, they know, trucks. know trucks. They certainly do know trucks. Uh, it was a good Christmas weekend for the South Florida sports fan. Uh, Miami Heat beat the 76ers 119-113. to 113. Eric Spolstra improves to 9-0 on Christmas Day as a head coach. And Jaime Jaquez Jr. had one of the best performances in Christmas history by a rookie. 31 points, 10 boards. For the Heat rookie, Triple J is the first rookie on Christmas Day to score at least 25 and 10 since Patrick Ewing back in 1985. Hawk has had himself a day. And not only did Jaime play very well, Vlad, the efficiency, he shot 11 for 15 from the floor and he shot 8 for 8 from the free throw line. That was about as close to a perfect performance as you could ask for from a rookie who basically was filling the Jimmy Butler role yesterday. Christmas night. Everybody knows what the end, what Christmas games are for the NBA. It's, it's the unofficial official start of the season uh, of the NBA season. Yep. And that kid put on a tremendous performance, filling in for Jimmy. But you see why he's been the rave so far um, in training camp and the first two months of the NBA season uh, for the Heat. He's been. He's been so consistent. I'm shocked by this. Like, I'm really shocked that this yeah, kid has me been too. that good. And I, to me, he's been rookie of the year so far. I know people are going to, like I said, the names are going to get 
the attention. But if you well, look he's, what he's, he's doing, the rookie, he's the rookie of the year who basically has zero percent chance of winning the award because star power work. does have a lot to do with it. So he's not going to win it. But Vlad, I could see a scenario where at the end of the season, Heat fans are looking at the numbers and some of the big performances and saying, "How come Hawkes didn't get more votes than he did?" I could see that happening. I could see a lot of pundits start saying that uh, he should he should be the rookie of the year if the, this continues. If this continues going on, because if he p- plays this well, and you see the improvement of Tyler, that's a that's a strong four you got right there, bro. Yeah, you got Bam, Jimmy, Tyler, and then Triple J comes in, and he's like not the added uh the added piece. Everything changes now because now you you you're gonna love this team and you're gonna want to ride with this team and you're gonna see. Do you? make a move and if you make a move if he's involved i don't think you put him in any type of trade scenario right now unless you're gonna get some someone of you know superstar quality right now not to say he's a superstar yet but the what he's proved showing right now as a rookie with the the team that you the heat have assembled assembled already bro they were an NBA final team, and he just drafted a guy who's right now playing as well as any rookie or any pretty much. And he's like any 15, player in the league right he's, now. He's like fifteen years younger than Dame Lillard. Dodged a bullet with that one, am I right? <laughs> Dodged a bullet. I mean, they are twenty. They are like twenty three and eight. You know, so. <laughs> Dodged a bullet. Not. I don't know. I don't know about, I don't got, know about that. Hawkes, fifteen years younger. That's that's great, but you know, nothing's guaranteed tomorrow, right? So I don't know if I'm going to see the next 15 years, but I know I've seen 15 years, at least 13 years of Dame. I know he still can give you a lot right now, but not to knock it. Listen, it I think it's working out for every all parties involved, maybe except for Portland. But everybody's happy. You didn't trade Tyler. Tyler came back as you can, and you see what the improvement in this game. And I love to like you know I don't uh, I don't give a crap attitude of you're just going to go get his. Yeah, we Bam is Bam, Jimmy is Jimmy. Just get healthy, but the improvement Triple J and not only Triple J. Shout out! You got to give props to what's his uh, to Duncan Robinson, man. For a oh, guy, for sure, he's been playing is, so well. Who got the contract and then ha- didn't play so well and wasn't shooting well and nobody, everybody was ripping him and saying that he's just a one trick pony. And then from last from last season's uh, from the postseason last year to now. He's added so much to his game. He's shown, he showcased so much of his game that he's not only a shooter. He can drive. He can put the ball on the on the on the on the floor. He's played very well. Like this is, I give credit to uh, both the Panthers and the Heat. After long postseason runs, I know the uh, the Panthers struggled a little bit, but they got a big victory over the Golden Knights on Saturday. So that's yeah, why it was huge. really a really good weekend for the South Florida teams. They both teams have come out. And they've played very well for the most part after a long postseason run. Hell yeah. And of course, the other big headline over the weekend Miami Dolphins, Christmas Eve. They win 22 to 20 home against the Dallas Cowboys. Game winning drive engineered by Tua, capped off by Jason Sanders. 29 yard game winner as time expired. And that capped off a five for five performance from Sanders, including 57, 54. 52-yarders, 35-yarder, and a 29-yarder to win it. How shocked were you? performance there. How shocked were you? Uh, in, in Sanders? That he, yeah, that he had all three. 
Yes, he had three fifty-yard field goals. Come on, let's be. Yeah, let's, I mean, he's been inconsistent. I think he's. Uh, he's you know, I read the stat earlier. Since twenty twenty-one, he's he was six for sixteen on kicks over fifty yards before Sunday. So yeah, it was very. However, I will say that him kicking the fifty-seven yarder first, I think that probably helped him psychologically because after because you know it's fifty-seven yarder. That's you know that that the percentages are against you no matter what kicker you are on that. After he hit the 57-yarder, he was just in the flow after that. Like, nothing felt like a long kick after hitting the 57-yarder first. I I know that a lot of Dolphins fans were shocked when he hit that fifty that first 57-yarder, and then he hit the second one. They was like, oh, wait a minute. Like, you know what? I'm thinking about that victory 20. That was probably, like, the the perfect Dolphin the perfect Dolphin game if you had – if for players that are – Constantly criticized by on that team. Tua showed up, led a drive, a game-winning drive, and Jason Saunders, who everybody's been ripping, hit five field goals, including the game-winning field goal. Massive. This was uh, uh, this yeah. Was that what, was, you couldn't write a better Christmas story. This is what Tony Sprano was trying to build here 15 years ago. He's <laughs> smiling from heaven right now. May he rest in peace. This is what he was trying to build. This is what he wanted. Five field goals. <laughs> you win a big game. <laughs> oh, man. I, I love it. Uh, so I, we told you the reaction from the Dolphins' point of view. I want to give you guys the reaction from the Cowboys' point of view because you know the, the Dolphins changed their narrative, right, in not being able to beat good teams. The Cowboys have their own narrative. We'll talk about that and more when we come back on AM560 Sports WQAM. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 15 minutes of Game Day Uncensored here on AM560 Sports WQAM. I do host the Game Day Uncensored post-game editions. I'll be on after the Dolphins beat Baltimore this Sunday and... Also, there's always a great time before the games when Solana, Tobin, and Omar Kelly get together to break down all the pregame action. Speaking of Omar Kelly, I want to give uh, the publication that he writes for a little bit of love. Uh, his colleague, Alan Pupar, put out the Dolphins' playoff scenarios. Like the de- We know they're in the playoffs, right? But the detailed playoff scenarios, what's up for grabs these next two weeks for the Dolphins? With their playoff clinching victory against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday, the Dolphins reduced their magic number to clinch the first AFC East title since 2008 to a simple one. But what complicates things, he writes, is the Dolphins-Buffalo clash at Hard Rock Stadium Week 18. This one is simple. The Dolphins clinch the division title next week with either a victory at Baltimore or a loss by the Bills at home. So those things don't have to both happen. Just one of those things needs to happen. 
Uh, the Bills are playing the Patriots at home. Um, if one of those two scenarios doesn't materialize, so if the Dolphins lose and the Bills win, which would be that scenario, then the division title will go to the winner of the Week 18 rematch because a Miami win would make them two games better in the standings, and a Buffalo win would have both teams with an 11-6 and record, and the Bills would have the head-to-head -head sweep. Buffalo currently stands in sixth place in the AFC standings, a game ahead of four other playoff contenders, but may need the victory against the Dolphins to make the postseason, even with a victory against New England next Sunday. So that could, yeah, that's going to be a massive game, obviously, for both sides, including Buffalo. Dolphins are guaranteed to get in. Bills are not. Uh, then Pupar writes about the overall playoff picture. The Dolphins' path to the number one seed in the AFC went from pretty clearly to crystal clear, and the simplest way still remains for them to win their final two games against Baltimore and Buffalo. Yes, they control their own destiny, guys. By finishing 13-4 and with a victory at Baltimore, the Dolphins would be assured of the top seed for the first time since 1984. Wow, Vlad, the year of my birth is the last time the Dolphins had the number one seed in the AFC. I've literally waited my entire life for this. Jesus. <laughs> he continues, for the Dolphins to land the number one seed, even with a loss against Buffalo after a victory against Baltimore, of course, they would need for the Ravens to lose their season finale at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and they would need the Cleveland Browns to lose at least one of their final two games at home against the New York Jets on Thursday or Cincinnati Week 18. If the Browns finish at 12-5, and five, they would win tiebreakers with either the Dolphins or Ravens at the same record against the Dolphins because of conference record and against the Ravens because of divi division record. Wait, Again, though, you mean yeah. Rock of Flock of Flames has actually had the chance to get the number one seed for the Browns? Uh, yeah, I guess so. That would, but that would need that would need the if, Dolphins. If they all, if they all to... yeah, if they all finish with five losses, which would be if the Ravens lose their next two, and the Dolphins lose one of two, then mm -hmm. yeah, the the Browns the Browns could win the con. It's fun. The Browns could do it, and the Chiefs can't. They're already out. That's no, crazy. the Chiefs. Yeah, here's the thing: if the Dolphins win one of the next two games, um, they uh, the Chiefs can't. Chiefs will be only the three seed. The highest the Chiefs can get will be a three seed. Yeah, that's right. So, so the Dolphins beat Baltimore. Not only, I mean, they'll be the clear. They'll have the number one seed. But I didn't realize that Cleveland can actually be the one seed. Still, can you imagine? Wow. I mean, it's still Cleveland. It's still still a terrible it, city. It, um, but I but yeah. I tell you this though. If you ask any team in the AFC. Would they rather go to Cleveland or would they rather go down to Miami? I think they would rather go to Miami. Nobody wants to go to Cleveland in January. No, for a number of different reasons, including inhospitable weather for and a playoff game. that fan base would lose their mind. They would, yeah. Dog pound. Oh, man. So, wow, I didn't realize that. So, yeah, there's a there's still a lot to play for after weeks, you know, after week 17, obviously. But if you win, you knock out – you knock out Buffalo from winning the division. You win, you win the division, and you basically beat Buffalo. You might keep them away from the playoffs and then clinch the one seed. Wow. That's a lot. Dolphins, by the way, not surprising. They're underdogs in Baltimore this week. But, Vlad, you and I were talking about this off air. Um, the Dolphins are, are plus three and a half. So they're three and a half point dogs. Mm. So I, I, this yeah. is a pick them. 
they're getting some respect. There's a lot of respect. They're getting more respect. Vegas is giving them more respect than they gave the Ravens going to San Francisco. It's a great point. Yeah. Yeah, they were six-point dogs in San Francisco. They were six-point dogs. So they basically said on a new – like, yeah, this game was in Baltimore. The Niners would still be a three-point favorite. That's how – that's what Vegas – that's how much of a favorite the Niners have been and how everybody deemed them the best team in the NFL. But if Miami is going to Baltimore, who has the best record in the NFL, they're going on the road and they're three-and-a-half-point underdogs, that is a lot of respect. That's a lot of respect that Vegas has for the Miami Dolphins right now. And just the timing-wise for this game, there's some things working in the Dolphins' favor, as we talked about. Uh, Dolphins played Sunday afternoon. Ravens played Monday night on the other side of the country. So even though like the Dolphins do have to travel to Baltimore for the game, that's Baltimore— a two, That's a two-and-a-half-hour flight. That team right. had a flight. So, so ba- yeah, ba- Baltimore had like a, a five-and-a-half-hour flight. Six-hour yeah. flight. You don't know if there was any traffic. You don't know what's going on. Dating land— Back into they didn't land back to Baltimore until at best the earliest 5 45, 6 a.m. Yeah, yeah, okay. But I'm about you could say maybe 7 a.m. All right, so say they, they, they've been back at they arrived at 7 a.m. Tuesday's an off day for everybody, yeah, normally, sure. right? Wednesday's when you start in um implementing the game plan, they're not really gonna have a practice. practice Maybe until Friday. I don't. I don't think they would even do it Friday because they, they te- teams don't like to go contact on Friday. So, probably do th- th- gonna, th- Thursday. Thursday. Th- would are probably you really be gonna do it day. Thursday? Yeah. I mean, they still. Have, what's the day? Is it is Wednesday the day? Is today the day that everybody goes in check gets checked out? I mean, I don't. You know, somebody could text us or you know maybe Channing or Leroy if they're listening. Texas us or let us know but if you're playing on a monday night and you you had to fly cross country i'm yeah. thinking maybe you're not really getting much practice maybe a walkthrough this i don't week. even think that i think you're you're maybe doing some meetings in like the early afternoon getting checked out medically you're, you're watching some film i don't i don't think you're doing anything physical today after a monday night game across the country i don't yeah That'd so i don't yeah i don't think they're gonna touch the field until thursday which is yeah well where the dolphins can touch the you know tomorrow Tomorrow's the normal, you know, practice week. Any first day of practice, anyway. So, I think it's really working out. It really worked out the way um, it did. Uh, God, it it worked Waddle out very well. Get, it's going to work Waddle out very can well. Get healthy. I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, I'm not saying like Waddle's not going to necessarily decide whether you win or lose the game, but you know, Hill Hill has been a little bit banged up. Uh, you know, if if you can have that option out there, that second track team option in your receiving core in Jalen Waddle to help take some pressure off Tyreek. That would be massive this Sunday if he could play. And again, the latest on Waddle, uh, I haven't seen the word sprain used, which is hopefully good, but they are describing what was initially called a shin uh, injury. They're now calling a high ankle for Waddle. But again, like hopefully it's a contusion or like a very, very minor sprain. And Mike McDaniel did note yesterday that he has seen Jalen Waddle recover more quickly from various injuries that would keep other players out longer. So he seems to be like the Wolverine. He seems to be a quick healer. So you know, if, man, if the nobody Dolphins can get him out it. there Sunday, be big. You got to love that coach. He capes for his players like no other, man. Come on. I like, now he's trying to let me know what, Jalen Waddle now is Wolverine? Jalen Wolverine? 
Wolverine Waddle yeah, Wolverine? now? Come on, man. Keep, keep the same initials and everything. J-Dub. No. <sighs> it's a high ankle sprain. Can he play? Yes. Will he be effective? See, the thing again, nobody said sprain. We have not seen it's the a word high sprain ankle. used. It's a high ankle. It's a high ankle situation. <laughs> it's a high ankle situation. Most high ankle situations, you pretty much, you're sitting a week <laughs> or two. And if you yeah. do play, you're not yep. as effective as you were. Yep. yep. Well, we got to have Cedric Wilson step up. We got to have Braxton Berrios step up. Chase Claypool? Is he still on yeah. the team? He okay. is still on the team. I've I've seen him uh I've seen him on the sidelines and uh I've I've seen him a little bit on hard knocks, I think. Claypool, he's still on the team. Mm, mm, mm. Well, if you get, it's going to challenge your depth. It's really going to challenge your depth. Let me take a look at some of the other betting odds for week 17 in the NFL. Uh Vlad, I uh I guess based on the scenarios we laid out, I've I, I I might have to hope your Jets win in Cleveland this week. They are seven point underdogs at the dog pound. Yeah, I don't know who our quarterback's going to be. I wouldn't go. Yeah, I wouldn't right. pick us. I mean, you wish you still had Joe Flacco. You you threw this guy away like an old uh, piece of meat, right? Ladies, ladies mean, and gentlemen, all good things must come to an end. You know that. You know this is about to end soon. This this this. Everybody going crazy for Joe. You better Walker hope Flacco it ends flames. this week. You better hope it goes down in flames like Tommy Cutlets. Hey, listen, Flacco's great and everything, but there's a reason why he was sitting on the couch for all those weeks. He was saving his body to become no. uh, an even. He's he's if he wins the Super Bowl, there is he a bigger Cleveland legend than LeBron James? No. Has Cleveland ever won a Super Bowl like in the modern era? I don't no, think so. I, I don't know if they won a Super Bowl. They might. I think they won NFL championships, but I never. I don't think they won a. They've never won a Super so, Bowl. No, I. I think if Joe Flacco can pull this off at thirty nine, he's bigger than LeBron. Nah, it's a football town. He's not native. Neither is LeBron. Akron's like ninety minutes away. Yeah, it's not ninety, but you know, <laughs> he's not a native. Yeah, a lot and of tire and, factories in Akron, and you know, he, he still was a Raven. True. Uh, that's a good point. It's a good point. Played for the enemy for a long for time. For the enemy that left you. Yeah, yeah. That's right. They left your city. Yeah. Art Modell. In the middle of the night, he took them away. So yeah. I don't think uh I don't think uh I don't think they will love him. Don't get me wrong. I don't they'll love him. I hope they don't love him more than Bernie. That would hurt that would hurt. But uh Oh yeah, I don't want that either. I love Bernie. But uh, no, I didn't realize that the Browns got to give Kevin Stefanski credit, man. Give him credit. He's held that team together. They've had num- numerous injuries. They've won with four different quarterbacks. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. So uh, the other game that's of uh, interest to Dolphins fans would be the Bills hosting the New England Patriots. Do you want to take a, a guess? That's not an easy game for the uh, well, for the Bills. Well, do do you want to take a guess what the spread is? Buffalo at home. How much do you think they're favored by? You know what? Let's see. After Sunday night, I would have assumed that they would probably be maybe a double-figure favorite. Maybe. Let's see. Do you give Bailey Zappi any love after winning Sunday mm. against Denver? I'm thinking they're 10 and a half. You're very close. 11 and a half. Buffalo minus 11 and a half. I, you know what? I think, I think that I could think be it, a true. But like you said, I, I think, think it was 13 and a half until Sunday. I think they would have oh, it would have started okay. out at 13 and yeah. a half, maybe 14. If the Patriots didn't beat Denver, you got to show you got to give them. Remember, they beat them already this season and they're division rivals. So they know each other very well. Um, but yeah, 
you got to figure that out. You got to assume that Buffalo is going to win that game pretty handedly. Yep. All right, this has been Game Day Uncensored, 15 minutes of Game Day Uncensored. If you guys want to get in, Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line. Share your infinite wisdom with us, 305-567-0560. That's 305-567-0560. Oh, somebody says he's not Wolverine, he's Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool also a quick healer, right? And he can heal, like, he can grow limbs back and stuff. So, all right. All right. I'll take that. I'll take Deadpool. Dono and Vlad in for Tobin and Leroy, AM 560 Sports WQAM. Alex Dono and Vlad Lewis on with you day after Christmas here on AM 560 Sports WQAM. Filling in for Tobin and Leroy. We'll be back on doing it again tomorrow, Thursday. I think Tobin and Leroy are back Thursday. And uh, No, no, no. No? No. It's pregame. Oh, that's right, pregame. That's right. I should have known that the uh, the big pregame for Miami against Rutgers. Duh! I'm going to be working that broadcast. I'll be on postgame with Malik Rozier afterwards. Uh, so I hope everyone had an awesome Christmas. Vlad, I got to ask you: Are you a big holiday movie guy? Can you give me the catalog of movies you watched in the build up to Christmas? Did you watch anything good? Because I watched a handful of movies. Did I watch anything good? Uh, no, actually, you know what? This was the first year I didn't watch anything. I didn't do the, really? the, the classic, you know, watch Die Hard and then watch, you know, of course. Elf. Um, I didn't oh. watch. No, I didn't watch any uh any of those movies. I was working most of the time, so <laughs> good for you. Yeah, so yeah, maybe it's good. I did watch Die Hard, which is I consider it a Christmas movie it's, and the best one out there. It if, is. It's a if Christmas the movie set on in Christmas, it's Christmas. It's set on I Christmas. Can make a, you know what? I can also make an argument that Lethal Weapon's also a Christmas movie as well. Yeah, I've heard that argument as well. Uh, I may add that to my rotation in the future. Uh, but Die Hard definitely, I mean, it's it happens on Christmas Eve. There's multiple references to Christmas. The whole event He's takes going place to a, Christmas, a Christmas, Christmas party. party. Yeah, it's Bingo. Christmas. Like, Bingo. come on, yeah. guys. Yeah, he, there, and he, he says, you know, ho, 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 I've got a machine gun, ho, 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 he puts on that shirt. There's plenty of references to Christmas on there, plenty of them. Uh, so I watched Die Hard. Um, I didn't watch as many movies as I usually do because, you know, my son, who's five, he's going to be six in a couple of months, he's starting to get into, you know, movies around the holidays, and he's at that age where he finds a movie he likes, he wants to watch the same things over and over and over again. So between Home Alone and Home Alone 2, probably watched those movies 10 times combined over the last like week. <laughs> he, love, he loves the Home Alone movies now, my son. Uh, so I watched, I watched Home Alone, Home Alone 2, Die Hard, and I did watch some uh, like 90% of the movie Christmas Vacation uh, a couple of nights ago. So that, that was my rotation. I didn't watch... Christmas story. I feel like that got overplayed, Vlad, because I don't know if they still do the thing on TNT and TBS where they air that movie, like marathon it for 24 hours. And like 15 years ago, I thought, oh, this is great. Let me watch Christmas story again. At a certain point, it's like I burned out on Christmas story. So I did not watch any of that. Nah, I don't know about those anymore. Yeah, When we were uh, when I was younger, you, you know. Sundays, NBC would show like all these Christmas movies and everything like that. And you're right, as I got when we growing up, like TNT or TBS, one of those channels would just show nothing but Christmas movies. But I didn't see yep. anything like that. Like I didn't see you know, back to back, you know, 
you know, maybe like the Santa Claus with uh, Tim Allen, and then all of a sudden another movie. Oh yeah, I didn't watch that either. No, no, none of that. No Home Alone. A lot of Home Alone references, though, and memes were were uh, being sent uh, during the holiday. But no, no movie watching. Have you noticed that on on TV channels, like maybe some of you have cut the cord? I technically did cut the cord, but I use YouTube TV, which is basically cable but it's just through the internet so i do i do channel surf and stuff have you noticed vlad that it's very common there's a few different channels that show a lot of star wars movies during the holiday break some people think that that's odd but it makes sense to me okay like i know star wars obviously there's no reference to christmas they do not celebrate christmas in that galaxy apparently uh there's nothing like that in those movies but it makes sense considering when you're right around Christmas, all the kids are home, families are together, and the Star Wars movies are their family favorites, right? Whether you're five years old or, or 85 years old, like you, you can watch Star Wars. It brings families together. So I'm sure it does those networks pretty good ratings. Like you're, you're home on the 24th of December with nothing to do when Star Wars is on, uh, you know, any one of like the 50 movies that they've made, you're probably going to sit around and watch some of it. Like I was watching some of... Uh, the Last Jedi was on one of those channels. I was watching it with my kid the other day. Not saying that's the best Star Wars movie, but my son enjoyed it. So, you know, a lot of Star Wars during Christmas. I did not. Well, oh, Bad Santa is another good one. Somebody texted. Oh, that's a good one. I haven't watched that one in years. Like, I love Bad Santa, but it's, it's probably been a good six or seven years since I fired that one up. You can never go wrong with Bad Santa. I never saw the sequel. Didn't they make Badder Santa? Years I didn't ago? see the. No, I didn't see the sequel as well. But uh, maybe I'll watch that tonight. Hmm. Somebody texts in, my wife watches all the Harry Potter movies before Christmas. Yeah, it's easy for the, like you said, it's easy for those. uh, It's it's a family and, yeah, the family's all together. And and Christmas does exist in Harry Potter because at least one of the movies they did have Christmas in one of the films. Okay. But it's one of those, yeah. Any of those franchises, it's easy to just play it on a holiday week yeah. or holiday weekend when you know the whole family's going to be there. That therefore, they can sit down and watch it and enjoy it again, or they'll start watching it and then maybe decide to watch the the full version instead of watching it with the commercials. Right. Yeah. That's the that's the one problem. But when you start watching the movie and then you're like, ah, oh, here's a commercial break. Nah, no, don't don't give me a commercial. I'm already now. You got my attention. I'm now. I want to watch it now. When you get a commercial, then boom, my attention's gone. Somebody in the five six one text in any Elf fans? Yes, I love the movie Elf. This is another one I did not watch. I I think I was probably on like a five or six year streak of watching Elf every year. I did not watch it this year. Uh, I lo- I love when he throws the snowballs like 150 miles per hour, and I. I love the part where he puts the maple syrup on the spaghetti and the family's like, what the hell is this idiot doing? It's a good movie, but I did not watch that one this year. And now that it's the 26th, it's too late. You can't watch it for like another 11 months at most. 305-567-0560 is how you get in on the Kendall Toyota, West Kendall Toyota text line. That's 305-567-0560. One o'clock hour coming up. Your headlines, your South Florida victory celebrations right here on AM560 Sports WQAM. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. 
Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.